This episode of MBSing is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store. MBS plus a guest just BSing about a guest's favorite thing. MBSing, everyone loves something, so let's talk. Hello, welcome to MBSing. I'm your host, Mary Beth Smith. My guest today is my friend Tom Dyke, and he talks to me about his love of Pokemon Go. He and I are the few, the proud, the still avid players of the very popular mobile game from a couple of years ago. And we got to really unpack (laughs) all the things that we love and hate about it. Tom's fandom for Pokemon certainly goes deeper than mine does, but I think this was really cathartic for both of us. One thing that I don't think I said because I'm not sure I fully realized it until after the conversation, is that it is wildly easier to play this game when you live across the street from a public park. There are many more Pokemon. There are a lot more gyms. There are a lot more stops. And I recently moved away from living across the street from a public park, and I realized that's been my stall out. That's been my my holdup, my Pokemon stop, if you will. And I think there are a lot of other tidbits like that in this conversation that you're going to enjoy, whether you've never touched the game before, whether you played it for a week in July of 2016 like most people did, or whether you're an everyday player and just want to hear some other everyday players uh, come out of their cocoons to talk about this silly mobile game. Tom is the events director at Cards Against Humanity. It's his job to put together things that get people entertained at cons and throughout the year in Chicago as well. He does a wonderful job of it. He's such a nice entity to work with and be around at events. And I think that if you enjoy this conversation, you should check out his Twitch streams because he does a lot of sweet little streams Uh, I think he has a consistent stream, but I know he also announces when he's doing streams on his Twitter. So go find Tom on Twitter. It's at Dactacular. Shouldn't be too hard. Follow him. Start watching his streams. Just give him some love because he's giving it to everybody else. Thank you so much for listening. A constant thank you to the Chicago Podcast Co-op for allowing me to be a part of it and for coordinating all of my sponsorships. If you like this, you may also like a show called Dungeons, Dice, and Everything Nice. It's an actual play podcast from a group of Columbia students who just love D&D and put it on mic. So if you like hearing two nerds talk about Pokemon Go, you might like hearing some other lovable nerds talk about role-playing games. Play them, even. If you like hearing us trade Pokemon, hear those people trade dice rolls and stuff. I don't play D&D. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy this conversation. What size softball do you play? 16 inches, baby. So you got no gloves no out there. No gloves, a big old ball that hurts your hands when you catch it. <laughs> but technically, you don't need a glove. Where are you usually playing in the field? 
Uh, I'm always first base. Nice. Uh, that's my spot. That's what I played when I was in like little league. I was the left-handed kid, so I always got that like, oh. extra extra reach. Sure. Uh, also, I didn't have to run, which is exactly what I liked. Yes. Uh, I'm so like a, true. Uh, I like to pretend that the reason I was there is because I was a vacuum cleaner that didn't let any balls get past me. But, but also, the real reason is I was a kid who not, hated running. Not a runner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like I'm okay. Like I, I'm a punchy <laughs> guy that's ready to like run when I need to. Like running around the bases, I'm fine. But I'm not. I, I, there's a reason I didn't play soccer. <laughs> like that's. I'm not a World Cup kid. I think on a lot of levels I relate to this. I did play soccer, but for a lot of that, I was the goalie witch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. I remember. Yeah, yeah. I used to when I went to. I played soccer for one semester when I was like studying abroad, and they like had everyone join a soccer team, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna not play the goalie this time because I'm gonna try to be more active. Sure. And then no one on my team wanted to play goalie, and I was like, oh, well, uh, I guess I guess I'll play goalie. That's fine. Like, you know, big deal. It'll be okay. Uh, uh, I tried to branch out, but they just uh, like, nah. They forced my hand. <laughs> oh, forced you to use your hands. That That's there you go. Is exactly what I'm looking for. Yeah, I yeah, wanted boom. to ask you about your softball no, endeavors. No, it's really fun. We're, our team is called the Snails. I love uh, that. We're a team from the like Cards Against Humanity office co-working space that's now we've become an amalgamation of like three different teams because we didn't have enough people to form a team. Keep fielding that. So we were with, like I think, the Chicago Reader. Oh, fun. Or not the Reader, but... I don't know. We're technically in the Chicago Media League, so we're just like an amalgamation of teams. Like tonight, we're supposed to play the Onion. That's um, so funny. And like we play WBEZ, and we're just like we're the Snails, right? Uh, named after, of course, Killer Queen, the famous uh, indie cabinet arcade game five v five that you either definitely know about and love or have never heard of. Yeah, and that also definitely has to do with softball. Yeah, that's the first. Yeah, that was what it was. It was like. Like we were the indoor kids that had to do a softball league, so, so we named our softball that. team after the indoor game we wished we were playing. Like, what if instead of playing softball, we were able to play we this were video all game? We playing Killer like, Queen together. Yeah, so let's just pretend Wouldn't that, that we're playing our Killer Queen game. So, two things. First of all, if you challenged everyone in that media league to a Killer Queen tournament, you guys would wipe the floor with Literally, them. I could probably beat every team solo. Like, I could, I don't like. I bet. Like, I, I bet. Just, like, like, the yeah. amount that this team, like, our team has played that game i'm sure we could be like yeah one hand behind our back like we could do like we'll do we'll meet you like one-on-one we'll meet you 1v5 like they wouldn't know we'd just kill it we're just like we're the indoor kids that's a nice constant ego boost for you yeah that's a good thing to remember i'm actually going to put that in in my head right now yeah just because uh typically what we do is we in our first inning we'll give up like 10 runs and our first inning sucks. Why does that always happen? I don't know. That's We're trying to figure it out because we practice, and then like the second through the seventh innings, we do great. Stellar. And it's just like like it's uh, just last me. week we lost a game nineteen to twenty one, and we gave up ten runs in the first inning. Oh. So if it wouldn't have been for that first inning, we would have slaughtered them. So uh, this was my second point. I play on a team that's in a theater league in a Chicago mm-hmm. theater league. So I represent the annoyance and. A lot of the people for that team actually perform there in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Some of them like did in the past and maybe don't aren't associated strongly with the theater anymore, but still yeah. just are a, a member no, of that team like, because they always have been. Yeah. And it's really similar to what you're describing because mm-hmm. we'll play like the blue man group. And if there's <laughs> a person on that team who is actually a blue man, then I will like shake their hand. But like there's no way. Are they even bald? 
Is there a single bald man on the Blue Man Group team? There was at least one large bald man on their team, oh, yes. Man. So, like... Honestly, I'm just disappointed that they don't show up in blue makeup every right? time. Like, yeah. I thought like that ru- that ruins the whole. Just knowing that there is a team behind the blue men that are not always blue is just a huge disappointment. They, to Tom, me. I'm gonna break your heart. They weren't even wearing blue shirts. Oh no! Did they have uniforms that weren't blue? Uh, they because it's an amalgamation of other teams, similar to what you described. Uh-huh. They have like. A gray shirt from like another facet of what the team used to be, and blah blah blah. So yeah. no, so they do have uniforms, and they're not blue, and it's 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 kind of a letdown. But also, you know, we play the Steppenwolf team at some point, and, and they're dressed like werewolves. <laughs> so it's really like Blue Man Group needs to step it up. <laughs> needs to step and wolf it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I made the joke that, you know, a lot of those people, if they were associated with step and wolf in some way at all, it would be like front of house or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And, it's, and I was just like, yeah, it's not like Rain Wilson's going to come out here and take some hacks. <laughs> that would be so like, I think he's he, like, a really little like busy. Baseball, that would be a hilarious coincidence. But yeah, it was like when a Rain Wilson show was up at step and wolf, yeah. and someone was like, oh, are these people are actors they- at the theater? And I was like, come on. No, 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 no. Come on. And like, Fisher's the, in like, rehearsal. The, the stars of the Steppenwolf are going to come play uh, the Blue Man back house yeah. and annoyance. Yeah, rejects. exactly. Like, come on. No. Uh, in no. a perfect world, maybe. In a perfect world. Does Peter Sagal play for the BEZ team? Oh, thank God he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, although it would be. There's a part of me that would really love to just like I would want him to pitch and just just re- own Sagal, just own Peter fucking Sagal, hit a homer <laughs> off him, or like really like smash one against his shin in a way that like doesn't really hurt, Injure but like him. embarrasses, yeah, like you know embarrass the pitcher. Like, yeah, that would be fun. Just be like, yes, I did in fact hit a home run and or embarrass the uh, the most popular <laughs> podcast uh, comedy pod. I don't know. He's yeah. got a popular comedy pop path. He pop path. He's very um, funny. He has the a podcasts. very popular comedy <laughs> podcast. Yeah, that I think that's the dream. But that would be cool. I would very much like to see him like show up at a random game because we've been playing for three years now. Haven't seen him yet. But maybe he's just been injured. Yeah. Maybe he's been on the long term DL. Maybe he gets the emails, but he's not usually free on Mondays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a show to record. Maybe maybe they'll move the day. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, could... he's just he's just waiting. He's a he's sub. They've got an incredibly healthy he's team. And he's the first sub. He's on the waiting list. He's, he's he doesn't on the have wait, seniority. Wait list? The wait wait don't tell me list. Oh, yeah. oh right. god damn it! It was right there, Tom. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it's just this. I think this whole podcast guys is going to be you stepping over things that I just very clearly missed and be like, "Well, here it is." No, you totally <laughs> have already gotten me on something. It was the it, you forced my hand to mm. use my hands. Come on. Come on, it's we a tentative. There's something there. We'll, we'll we'll make it happen. It's a little give and take. My guest today is Tom Dyke, and he's going to talk to me about his love of Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. Yes. This game. I don't know if I could call it love. I think it's just like a. I think it is the perfect game in the sense that it is perfectly designed to trap people like me. Uh, I it, couldn't relate. To that sentiment more in the sense that on my way over here, I was like, man, I play this game all the time, but 
I just don't know how. <laughs> like it's <laughs> not. Conversation like, is going to be about the 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 whole thing, and that's that's a really good point. Is that like I because I was also as I was want to talk about Pokemon Go, I'm like. I don't know what I want to say about Pokemon Go. I just know that I've played way more of it than anybody else I know, and I don't know what purpose I'm achieving. Yeah. I mean, I'm catching Pokemon, but it's it's like I hate play this game. Um, yeah. Is the, is the initial reaction, like, I think there is a, I've got some thoughts on, like, the positives of it, but it's like, I the thing I want to say about Pokemon Go is, like, I think it is the perfect creation to trap People like of my generation, I'm like 24, 25, like this kind of like kids who grew up with Pokemon, uh, but like maybe grew out of it early. Um, it just traps you back in this way where like, oh, you can just interact with them. It's super easy. Uh, my you friends... can play it. You literally have to go places to play it. So you play it like all the time. You can, and you just play it everywhere. And right. it's, it's fun because you can actually collect the Pokemon that you were never able to. Like, I, that's so what really that's got me. That's a really me, good point. That's what got me into it and was so, that I could. Yeah. So talk to me about your the origin of your love for Pokemon in general and then kind of specifically getting into Pokemon Go, so which I think yeah. is kind of where you were headed. But yeah. just give it a little bit of backstory. Yeah, let's do it. Um Pokemon, I I don't remember what I originally got into it, but the my first memory of Pokemon, which is also one of my first memories, which tells you something right yes. there, was moving to a new house in the suburbs of St. Paul with my little baby brother uh, and making my dad hang a Pokemon poster on our kitchen wall <gasps> on the tile, and I would sit in front of it every day, and I would just count all the Pokemon Looking at them being like, this is Bulbasaur, and Bulbasaur is my favorite because Bulbasaur is better than Charmander because even though Charmander can attack Bulbasaur and is better with the fire, Bulbasaur looks way cooler and sounds like a dinosaur and also has a plant growing on his back. So, like, Charmander is stupid. It's just got a stupid fire on it. And, like, Squirtle, why are you even bothering? And I would, like, explain all of this to my parents. There was a time where I actually would not eat breakfast until my mom like would let me sit at the poster and I would try to recite all of them from memory, like standing in front of it. Oh my and God, I would like the periodic her, table. Yeah, I would like have her tell me when I got one wrong and I would not eat breakfast until she did this. So she like had to do this. I think it lasted like a month before she was like, Tommy, no, you, you cannot keep doing this. I don't know what these are and there's not enough time for me to have you eat breakfast and go to Every school before day. I have to get to work. First, um, first question, how old were you during all of this? I had to have been, I want to pretend I was like three, but I think I was like four or five. Okay. Uh, because uh, I was born in 93. I think Pokemon came out in 98. Okay, so it's right at the, we're yeah. talking original like, 150. Like this is original 151. One. Like I was there. Um, I remember like news clippings of like when they first announced there were going to be more and they were going to do the first ones. Like I remember. So you really have been, because I am about five years older than you are. Mm -hmm. And I started playing the game when I was in, like, fifth grade. Yeah. It was, for me, it was, like, I I was playing it, like, since I could read, since I could hold and know what a Game Boy was. Like, I don't even remember getting the Pokemon games. I just remember Pokemon kind of being a thing that existed. Right. I remember... Uh, of course, because all the characters and everything. Yeah, it was just for kids. It's it ready-made, so yeah. And, like, I played that, and I was, like, way into the Pokemon trading card game. Right. Like, I remember uh, my dad was the only guy in the neighborhood 
Like, the only dad in the neighborhood that learned how to play the Pokemon trading card game with the kids. Oh. So all the kids would come over to my house because my dad was willing to play with us and, like, oh, willing to teach the and, game. And, like, help. Yeah. Oh, my and God. it was really fun. And I remember, like, trying to cheat against my dad and him just, like, looking back on it, like, him letting me get away with all this. I remember we were under a glass table. We were, like, playing under a glass table, and I was, like, trying to sneak oh, damage oh, counters off. Oh, yeah. And looking back, I'm like, ah, he won't be able to see behind this one support post. And oh I'm like, oh my, my God, gosh. of course my dad can he count. No. Dads let their kids cheat. He's a good dad. Uh, <laughs> and so I'm sure sweet. like that taught me so many great lessons uh, in life, like that cheating will let you get away with <laughs> it in class. <laughs> like, yeah, like that's it, it, it really taught me that I don't have to try super hard in school, just a little bit hard, and then know where to cheat and how to cheat. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, so thank you, Dad. Uh, I will say, though, that I know you have been someone who has taught other people the game since then. Yeah, I have. Uh, I Because that's like, it's been going for a long time. I mean, I, because I think for me with Pokemon, I like, it is a part of my like very early childhood with the trading card game, the video games, like the first two generations. I was yeah, super we could into it. easily be digging we into could just talk about any that. of that. Right. Oh, yeah. But, but like, I like the idea of yeah, Pokemon we'll Go Pokemon being Go. like the Let culmination me, of that. It's the culmination of all of it because it's like, because I did those two generations, then I like stopped and I was like, oh. Because for me, it was like, Pokemon was the thing, then Yu-Gi-Oh came out, and Yu-Gi-Oh was cool, and I was like, fuck Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh's dope. So you kind of rode the trends. I like rode those card trends, and then I remember because I never played the third generation Pokemon games until they like came back with, they did like mm. Alpha Sapphire mm -hmm. as like the 10 year remake of the game I never played. Then I played that one and got back into it, and that was kind of around the same time that I was like getting back into the trading card game, and so like, Pokemon like didn't exist in my life for a long time and then I like had moved to Chicago and like it started to come back and I was like kind of familiar with it in the middle but didn't really play a lot and then I feel like that was kind of an early precursor to Pokemon Go of like this came back and I played the DS games and I started right. like I made the Poke Pals League here in Chicago right. with uh, some of our friends. That's what I was thinking of yeah. with the trade card game. Yeah, so I did the card trading card game. game and I even like Twitch streamed that for a little bit, which was right. That's hilarious. right. It was super fun. I like it was just like so much high production. Like yeah. it was just impossible. You needed like three cameras because you like, have to be able to show the cards. Yeah, and, the players. and I'm sure there's an easier way to do it, but in my mind, it's not worth the trouble. <laughs> um, for sure, uh, anything like that is a labor of love, and, and it was cool. Back have at, to want to do it. Yeah, and like back at the, and that was kind of the thing is like I wanted to do it, but I didn't have anyone that was that passionate about it with me. That and helps it's like too. I'm I'm willing to put a lot of effort into this, but I'm not willing to do like all of the effort to and have no support in any sense. Sure. Um, yeah, and Pokemon Go is like the opposite of that, where I get to put in no real effort, and it just kind of happens. That's so um, funny and true. <laughs> yeah, and it's like I th I think the key grab for me that like. And I know because this is kind of like how I've fallen in and out of Pokemon Go at the same time, too, is like when it first came out, um, I was just excited, like, oh, my God, like I can catch all the Pokemon. It's not like I need to have the red version and the blue version. It's like it's just Pokemon are out there and you can find all of them. Right. Um, and Yeah, that's a really good point. There was like a weird. So they've only just now introduced the availability of trading, but that was kind of something that was inherent with the other games because you had to trade to yeah. try to get everything. And with Pokemon Go, it was like, I know for a long time we didn't think that trading would be a thing in Pokemon Go because they were like, well, that defeats the purpose of the game and finding the Pokemon. Uh, and now I yeah. think they've found a good balance with how it works 
um, like uh, the kind of the economy of without really getting into the details of it, like how much points in game it costs to trade a Pokemon. If the Pokemon is a Pokemon you don't already have, they like balanced it where it's like, if you two are just trading Pokemon you already have, great. If you're trading a legendary Pokemon or a rare Pokemon or a shiny Pokemon. Or one that means more to you. Yeah, like something like it's not in your Pokedex, then it's like this costs like 20,000 Stardust rather than like 10. Uh So they like found the way to do that. Um, And it's really rejuvenated the game, I think, to be able to have friends yeah i think that's it's the thing of like if the pokemon go game that exists now was released when pokemon go came out can you imagine the game would have made so much more money so many more people would play it so many more people would still be playing can it. you imagine so why don't you talk a little bit about what your introduction was to pokemon go and mm-hmm. what that early game play was yeah. like and what it was like to have so many people interfacing yeah. with the thing you like so much because it was so cool because i remember so, because po- you and I are in the like, vast minority like, of people who like are still playing this game two days later, like you and me are, we are in like the 99th percentile of people because we still play. But in that 99th percentile, we are like the people who play the least. Like yes, everybody else. So true. That's the thing that I think is crazy is that like I am still a casual player, but I play, which yes. is so much more than most people. I relate to that. But so everybody much. else that I play with. Um, or that, like, when I meet a uh, random Pokemon Go player, like, everybody else that still plays is, like, way more intense, intense than I am about yeah. it. Which is great. Like, hell yeah. Like, they're doing their thing, and I love it. Sure. And I think in the mod- like in the last week or so, like, the two-year anniversary trading, that's brought in more casual players again, which is yeah. cool. But yeah. uh, when it first started, I actually played uh, the game that Niantic made before this uh ingress wow. is what they called it uh-huh. which was basically it was pokemon go but instead of collecting pokemon there were like a there was a blue team and a green team and the green team was like there's this crazy robot technology and we want to use it to augment humans and make them better and i was like yeah that's obviously the right team and there was the blue team that was like, we are afraid of technology and we don't think humans should use it. And I'm like, wow, you're an idiot. <laughs> uh, I like remember think like, cause it was phrased way differently than that. But I remember like reading the two and being like, this is the cool team. This team is stupid. Like if you pick this team, I don't know. Like I know what they were trying to say. They were trying to say like, we're afraid of technology and we don't want humans to like become robots or something. Uh-huh. But it's it was phrased in a way that made it seem like we are afraid of progress. Uh-huh. And I'm like, don't pick that. So playing the game, it's kind of like how in Pokemon Go, the blue team is way more powerful than the red and the yellow teams. Uh, that in this, it was like the green team fucking did everything. But it was way more, it was way stupid. It was like a cyber hacking. Like I'm going to hack into their special tower and then put... Uh, uh, an energy My crystal. Chip on yeah, the it was tower so bad. Reader. But it was like it was the basis of Pokemon Go. That's and I so interesting. That. I never really looked into what that game was. I just know that's that's how they populated all the like yeah, pictures on that's the Pokestops how they did, and like, gyms the and stuff like that. Original Pokestops and stuff. And I think since then they've added it. But like I played that for. I remember playing it like an entire year before Pokemon Go came out, giving up on it because it was so bad at the time. Going back to it. And then still not understanding it. And then Pokemon Go came out. And I was really ticked because the week that Pokemon Go came out, like the week that everyone was doing it, I was on vacation in Barbados, which was great. But I there was no Pokemon Go there. And I was like, 
no, everyone else is having fun playing this game that I've been so excited about and I can't play it. Uh, so I missed a lot of that. Uh, and I was so upset because I was like playing Ingress in Barbados being like, these could be Pokestops <laughs> if it was in Pokemon Go. I could be getting rare island Pokemon. I know, that's what I was thinking. It was like, yeah. if you'd only had it there as an introduction, mm-hmm. that would have been perfect. Yeah, like I would have been the only person in Barbados uh, playing Pokemon Go. I would have been king of the island. <laughs> um, but it was. But then I came so, back, and it was really fun. Sorry. No. Like, th- that first month, like, you played that month, right? Yeah, it was so fun. I played with, I was also out of town at the time, and uh, kind of shyly talked to my fiance's family about mm-hmm. it, because that's who we were visiting. Yeah. His, at least one of his brothers had, had played the game when he was yeah. a kid, and... Uh, his brother's wife was like into the idea. Yeah, of, like, so like, like four or five of us all like downloaded it at the yeah. same time and like took a walk around their neighborhood. It was so and that's fun. So sweet. And was this like in a city? Were you in the suburbs? We zone? were in the suburbs. But the suburbs so, still has some decent stuff. Yeah, there was a stop or I want to say there was a stop like right at their subdivision. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we like walked out to the stop so we could see what it would give us when we mm-hmm. spun it and stuff like that. Should we, I'm just thinking, should we go over the basics of Pokemon Go yeah. or should we assume that people maybe know? I don't know how you want to. I think that's a good idea, actually. Because like, I feel I like, say... oh, we're getting deep into it. And maybe we should go over some very basic tenets of it. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. And I was thinking that as well. And I think a good way to do that is like, so did Niantic like shop this game around to companies to like put this onto it? Do you have any idea like how I, that I happened? I don't know the history or anything behind it. I wish, like knowing this, I probably should have researched this eh. coming out of it. But I was like, I just like. I was it. just curious if you knew yeah, any more of the mean, backstory. Even the fact that you played the game yeah. that predated Pokemon Go is, I'm sure, yeah. a rarity where it's concerned, and I'm sure a lot of people wouldn't realize that. Mm-hmm. They were able to populate a lot of Pokemon Go at the very beginning because, because of, of things other, they mapped. Yeah, from and I don't know game. who approached who. I would have to assume that like Niantic tried to approach Pokemon. You have to assume, especially or that, like, because Pokemon is looking for this. Because like if you think about it, before it all, if you just think about it in its its general idea, it's like Pokemon Go, Pokemon. The games are all about going out in the world and finding Pokemon. Right. So I'm sure Pokemon was thinking about it like mobile games, trying to we, do something like, like with that. all the other things that because around the same time Nintendo, who owns Pokemon, was doing like all of the like Mario Run, let's see how that works. Right. And now like Pokemon's expressed other mobile games and is exploring it mm-hmm. in a way that I think is really interesting in its own topic that's a whole different point of discussion. Sure, I agree. With that aside, what's some of the initial gameplay that was introduced and how has that evolved over the two years that the game has existed? Yeah, so I think like Pokemon Go is in essence trying to bring Pokemon into the real world. So if you... Don't, aren't familiar with Pokemon. It's this Japanese um, monster creation and collection game where you have these different uh, Pokemon, which are special animals that you would like collect and battle in the old games. Pokemon Go is trying to bring that into the real world by using your phone and cellular data to populate a world that exists on your phone like you see almost like a Google Maps type world. Yes, like uh, a street view. Yeah, like a street view that will have different Pokemon pop up 
and they'll just it, it'll randomly pop up. I think like it works via cell service. So like if there's a place where a ton of people are like using cell phones, that's more likely to get more Pokemon or if people are moving around. Like I don't know the details. I of think it. it has to be game users. It has to be yeah. somehow marked by game users because if I'm in a because more... otherwise, yeah, you wouldn't. Um, yeah, it's like game users or people using cell for X. I don't know. Yeah, but I it's, think. Yeah, yeah I don't but know so either. like Pokemon populate the world, and and you like catch a Pokemon. So like I'm right here. I'm gonna. I see there's a Rattata on my screen right now. This little mouse Pokemon. So I like click it, and it takes me to a new screen where I can like throw Pokeballs at it. And I know like in Pokemon Go there were even two versions. So like right now I'm playing it in a way where I just see a generated background of like grass and trees but you could turn on like augmented reality even so you could take a picture and I could be like oh crap there's a Rattata sitting on this deck uh, next to your Pomplamoose LaCroix uh, and like it could be like wow it's in the real world there was like this whole series of people like taking photos of like here's a Bulbasaur in my soup right. or like here's a Dratini on my child yes um, and so you could do I, that I think that was one of the biggest draws to the game initially. Yeah. Was and I people having fun with seeing Pokemon like via their phone yeah. in the world around them. And I think them. that's how they marketed it too. Like they wanted it to be the first like augmented reality game. Yeah. And that was really cool. And then I think what kind of happened was everyone realized like it's really hard to wave your phone around. Yes. It's really dumb like moving yeah, it. Yeah. No. So then everyone like daily it users off. are leaving yeah, no that on. No one's doing that anymore. No one is. Like I think the last time I turned it on was like because it made me turn it on to catch a legendary Pokemon. Oh, hilarious! But like before that, it had been over a year, uh, and I think that was like one of the big kind of like changes in the game of they realized like okay it was really cool people to don't see care this as much about and that people like to like take fun photos in that mode right but no one is playing that way on a consistent no basis. serious gamers it's more of like a location-based game rather than an augmented reality game yes so in addition to like catching these pokemon there are like pokey stops and pokey gyms uh populated in the world so there's like uh, they're like points of interest, which I think is honestly the coolest part of the game. Couldn't agree more. And like a lot of people will criticize Pokemon Go saying like, oh, you're just looking at your phone, you're not paying attention to your surroundings. Uh, and I'll be honest, like that's totally valid at some times. Like sure. there's a lot of times where I've played and I'm like deep in my phone, like looking at Pokemon, not paying attention to what's around me. I get it. Yep. But at the same time, there is a lot of things that I have like noticed about my community. Um, like random pieces of art in my neighborhood that I are like pokey stops in game and I'm like oh this has a name this is the like uh couch graffiti this is yes. the like bridge wheelhouse or, yeah. like and sometimes they'll have like facts in them which uh -huh. is like oh here's a mural drawn by XYZ uh, about something like this. Yeah. Uh, other times it'll just be nothing. Sometimes it's a freaking Starbucks. Yeah, but like, sure. But I think they're that's sprint really cool. Yeah. They're giving they're certainly letting corporations have a piece of the pie which you know more power to them but like i also don't think it's been absurd like it's not like mo like most of them are really pieces of art like there's a few sprint stores a few like whatever but and i think that's really cool of like i've been able to see and like the thing that i really love is there's actually like a an old like iron factory near or like steel mill where where we're recording right now and i remember when i first uh was like walking around there it was all built and i could see these monuments and stuff and now like it's all been torn down but there's still, there's still pictures and yeah. so it's like oh this is what that looks like and i think that's really cool i could not um, agree with you more i really think especially with the 
newer arrival of the idea of gifts mm-hmm. and uh, gifts are the great way to do it. I think that's super cool. It's it is so I, 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 even when I'm traveling, yeah, I find it to be a really cool way to interface with wherever I am. Because yeah. in the same way, like, there will be a piece of art or a restaurant or something like that. It's like kind of a way to figure out in a new city, like, where are the Pokestops? Yes. That must be a neat neighborhood. Like, exactly. I know I've talked to a friend who, like, travels and he does that. And I'm like, I travel a fair amount for work. So, like, I'm just in random cities with no friends or, like, with a little bit of time to kill. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, I'll just go play Pokemon Go. And it's neat to kind of see that. And yes. Just explore new cities and they do the great job of like just kind of hitting that completionist in you where like you yeah. can go look at your map and be like oh these are the gyms and the Pokestops yes. that I found like in San Diego or here's where it was in New York and, and now I can like it's I think that's so sweet because I can look back at my gyms and go like oh man that was such a fun trip yeah and like it's like a this compendium of of places of interest that yeah. I've visited. And like you said, I've even learned so much more about like my own neighborhoods and, and about Chicago. I remember we were picking someone up in an Uber or a Lyft, which is a great way to play the game as yeah, far as I'm concerned. Uh, and especially in the city, cause you're, you're not getting up mm-hmm. too fast at any given time. And we were right by the original Playboy mansion. Wait, what? Yes. That, that exists in Chicago? <laughs> yes. Well, great. I, Thank I you, Pokemon Go. Right? Like, <laughs> like I that's so cool. I didn't know that was, I did not realize that would have been in Chicago. I wouldn't have known where it was. I then, And then I was, like, able to point it out to the person I was with because I thought they would think that was interesting, yeah. too. And, like, it was right next to us. Like, we passed it. And like, I never would have known that yeah. if, if I hadn't been playing the game at and the time. That's the perfect example. And I think that's so cool. Like, because there are so many situations like that. And then there's also the ones that I think is really funny is I used to live up in um, Rogers Park. And there were some people that, like, had an apartment. Because it's near a college. Uh, so there were people that had an apartment. And they registered their apartment as a stop in the old game. Oh, in, snap. Um, Ingress. No So it was called, way. like, I forget what it was. It was, like, the Beach Club or the something. Like, and it was just the it was just their college apartment. And they registered as that. And now that is a Pokestop forever. That's and it's, like, a real crazy. Pokestop that's there. Um, that's and so like that's fun. So, and, like, that's silly. And it's a di- in a different way. But I was thinking of that. And, like, but all of the, like, real history that's there. And it's, like... I don't know, like, I think it's a way where there's definitely, if that's the only way you're interacting with the world, that could, it's like, maybe not the best. Sure. But in my opinion, and I think in the way that most people work, like, the things that I see every day, I'm starting to take more note of them, and if I'm going visiting a new place, I'll be like, huh, that's an interesting picture, let me look up and, like, see that. Like, there are places where I'm like, I passed a mural at my old apartment every day and like hardly noticed it existed. And then I realized it was a Pokestop. And then I looked up and was like, oh, I'm going to like pay attention to this outside of the game. Yes. Look at it. And like that doesn't happen with everything, but it makes me pay attention to certain things and kind of like take notice in a way that I wouldn't before. Like I feel like by interacting on my phone and like paying less attention to the world by looking at this, it also forces me to more actively look at my world rather than just like, if I wasn't playing Pokemon Go, I'd be listening to a podcast and like sure. flipping through Twitter looking I was going to say, like, what? Are, yes, what are the odds that you would like half be on your phone anyway? How yeah. many people do you pass that are on their phone anyway that aren't necessarily playing a game that isn't necessarily like informed by mm-hmm. what's around them? Yeah, so like there, I think Pokemon Go does a good balance. Like, and 
Like, you know, it, it also, like, helped people Pokemon go to the polls. So, like, it's hey, definitely pretty good. Yeah. Except it didn't. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Oh, God. I hate myself. Uh, oh, I, hate I was also, I was going to comment that I think initially a lot of people were kind of frustrated that you couldn't play the game unless you, like, went places. Yeah, I think, <laughs> like, like sh- come on. That didn't bother me because, like, I mean, you, you live in Chicago, too. Like, sure. we live in a city where, like, I just am used to walking everywhere. And, like, I like, even before Pokemon Go came out, I just liked walking. Like, I yeah. would I enjoy, like, I would leave early to go places so I could walk there. Sure. And I would, like, listen to podcasts or it's, like, my personal time. Mm-hmm. And I think Pokemon Go helped me kind of, like, really express that. Like, one of my favorite things with Pokemon Go that I think is, like, the thing that makes me feel like I've had the most fun with it is when, like, I had memories of, like, uh, before, like, more recently, I don't do this as much, but I used to, like, the, when it first came out in the first year, I would go, and I'm just going to be like, I'm going to go on a Pokemon walk today, and I'm going to, like, put a podcast in. I'm going to listen to something. Uh, I'm going to try to catch some Pokemon and just kind of walk and enjoy the weather uh, or be afraid of the weather because I remember doing it without gloves so I could play the game in, Dude, like, January. me too, man. But, like, it was really fun, and I, I really enjoyed that aspect of it. Um, and, like, the thing that I think is I've always had it as a very solitary game, which is not how the game is meant to be played. It's definitely meant to be played with friends, and I think adding friends helps, and the way they've added the raid feature has been really helpful. Um, and it's been cool, but I'm, like, not willing to be active in, like, an online community to find, like, ten people to go meet up yes, at a raid. Yes, dude. I, um, I can't agree with that more. Which is cool, because there's communities of people that love that, and... The thing yeah, that I think is so interesting. There are people who will spend like a whole Saturday just going from yeah. raid to raid. And that's great. Like I'll, I'll spend, a f- I'll be like, yo, if I meet up with someone for an hour or two, like I'd love to try to hit a raid, but there are people that go ham on it. And that's fun. And I think what's really cool about it too is like a lot of the people that are playing like that aren't even original Pokemon fans. Like it's people. Interesting. Like a lot of the hardcore players that I've interacted with are people that are like, yeah, my kid got me into Pokemon Go and now I'm kind of addicted to this game. That's uh, so which is funny. Good or bad, but like some sure, people. Sure, sure. But like I know. But uh, it gives them a kid to interface. Yeah, thing in a way to, to interface, interface with, their, with kid. their kid. And like I know I have a friend who works with me here who never really played Pokemon. And after learning Pikachu and Squirtle, they were like, well, I don't really know any of these new Pokemon. So they're like, as into it, if not more into it than me, but then they still come to me and be like, okay, well, what does this Pokemon do? Tell me its story. And I'm like, oh, well, I know all the backstories. So we, like, have a good play off each other. That's so fun. Um, Which is really cool. And, like, I don't know. I I, I think of it, like, he actually coined the term uh, nerd fishing is what he called it. Um, And I really like that because it's uh, it was, like, a group of three of us, and we would all, like, meet up together to go try to hunt Pokemon. And it's a lot like three guys just meeting up to go fishing. I love Uh, that. And, like, you know, it's not about the fishing. It's about the company. But then it's fun if you catch a fish. And, like, that's kind of what we did with it. It was like we'd play Pokemon Go. And I remember we, like, spent a day trying to catch a Moltres once. And that was it. So we were, like, we'd go from raid to raid. And we, like, met some new people. Uh, and then we, like, left those new people, but, like, we stayed together, and we, like, walked all the way from Rogers Park down to, like, Ravenswood, uh, and just, like, exploring things along the way, and it was super fun, and, um, I think that's been really cool, and, like, at its best, that's what it can be, is this, like, great way to explore your city, enjoy outside, hang out with friends. At its worst, it's the thing that I, like, just 
walk and do it. Uh, do because you feel like you have to. And it's definitely like, got some of those mobile game traps of like every day to get a bonus. And yes. like, it's a mobile game through and through and it's designed to steal money from you and it's designed to find the whales. But like, I, to this day, I've put a ton of hours into it. I think I spent $1 once because very early on there was a, there was a Squirtle that I hadn't caught and I was out of Pokeballs because it was before they balanced it right and I had to buy Pokeballs. Uh, and I don't feel bad about that. Like, a buck, one, come on, yeah. yeah. The one place I did actually lose a lot of money is I bought those uh, like Pokemon Go Plus. Yeah. Is it's this thing that's like, it looks like a little Pokeball. Um, and it has a button on it, and it connects to your phone via Bluetooth, and then it basically makes it so you don't have to be in the app. But on if your phone. but if a Pokemon like exists in the world, it'll buzz the thing, and you can buzz it, and it'll catch the Pokemon or try to, uh, or it'll spin the Pokestop. And I bought two of those, one for me and one for my roommate. I I broke mine. <gasps> my roommate wasn't really playing with theirs, so I borrowed you theirs, and then I lost theirs. So I'm out sixty mm-hmm. bucks, and I don't have any. But I'm also really close to buying a third one because I really want. There was a time like that thing is what kept me in the game because I was just like playing it on my bike ride because I would have like a 40 minute commute. Like honestly, that's what I think the biggest thing is is I ride my bike a lot in the summer and like I just keep, I can click that thing while like that little polka walker while I'm on my bike ride and listen to it and then I can get off and check which Pokemon and I caught. And like, I think that was my favorite way to do it of like, I could really kind of like, I know it was. Kevin does that too. I've been debating doing that for so long. Cause that, that's like the only way I play the game is keeping, not the only way, but like the main way I play the game is keeping it open while I bike. Yeah, and so that's what I like. And that's kind of what I really like is I think. Because you have to, you get eggs that you have to hatch and they only hatch based on how Movement. long you walk. Yeah. So just, you know, for anyone who written, wouldn't realize that mechanic, there is yeah, like the a reason mechanic. to keep it open even if you're not actively playing it. Yeah. And, and that's the like, thing I that, know. like you are saying, Pokemon Go Plus kind of gives you the added benefit of kind of like passively playing it without yeah. actively playing it. And it's it. really cool, yeah, because I know that's the thing that like my girlfriend gets really mad about all the time is I'm like, I'm not playing Pokemon Go. I just have it open so right. it works. Uh, and she's like, well, you're not paying attention. I'm like, I'm trying to. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and that, that's on me. That's I'm, I'm, I know I'm that game, too. But I like, know that game, too. But that's what I, because that thing is, it's what I think about it is it's like uh, the way I would equate that to the game is some people would think like, oh, well, then you're not even playing the game. And I would say, no, this is kind of like cutting out the grinding. Yeah. Because like in, in a lot of games, you know, like when you're trying to level up, you just have to like keep killing the baby pig or whatever. Uh, that's the, war- uh, the like the South Park Warcraft <laughs> reference. I know gotcha, without a context, it's just gotcha. like kill the baby pig. Hilarious. Does not sound good. But it's right. like you got to like kill the weak creatures over and over to like level yes. up. Right. Uh, or you've got to do X, Y, Z. Like in the Pokemon games, you always have to You have to grind. catch, right. Like, you have to and ca- so catch, this a, is in kind this of like, particular game, you have to catch a certain number of Pokemon to be able to evolve it into Yeah, a, it's so it's kind of like it levels. lets you hit those numbers passively. Right. And then you can, sh- like, it makes it makes me feel like the time I'm spending in the game is more valuable. Where that I'm like, makes so much I'm playing sense. the game passively by using this Pokemon Walker uh, or uh, what do they call it? Pokemon Go Plus is the name, I think, because a right. Pokewalker is something from like three generations ago. Gotcha. Um, but like the Pokemon Go Plus is like, I use this when I'm biking and it just buzzes and it doesn't bother people and it lets me be present in the moment most right. of the time while still racking up points. Sure. And then when I want to like pay attention, then I can do my Pokemon go game. Into it. Like, and like actively play, I can be like, okay, cool, let me get rid of the Pokemon I don't need. Let me like see what I'm doing here. Uh, let me decide to go raid. 
uh, let me decide to like be active in my play. So I feel like I'm using the app less overall in terms of looking at the screen. FaceTime, right. Uh, yeah, and it makes me feel like I'm, uh, it, it like really lets you get into the world too. It's like, um, because it'll buzz for a Pokestop, so you're not like looking at your phone, but you're like, oh, there's a Pokestop here. Oh, Around it's this here. one. Here's right. that thing. Let me look at that thing. Right. That's what I would like. That was the best because you could just walk around and you could like, I could like actually text people and like leave the app open sure. and I could look something up on Google. So it works I'm... with it in the background too. Yeah. So it That's like so it nice. Lets it run and you don't have to have it up all the time it's on one your of those screen. Where it's like, I would say if you like Pokemon Go at all, like it's really worth, worth it. it. Uh, the only reason that I'm hesitant to buy it is because I bought two of them and Already. lost two of them, yeah. and I'm an idiot. Uh, yeah, I, I, I probably should have pulled the trigger long ago because I've been I've put two good years into uh, uh, the gameplay as it is, as it is. But I've still got you know seven levels to go unless yeah. they change the what the ceiling the is. Level cap, yeah. Yeah. Um. So I have a a few kind of rapid fire type questions yeah. about your gameplay options uh -huh. or choices yes and you've kind of already approached some of them which is like how much money do you actually put into the game which is the same for me i like have never 61 dollars. yeah <laughs> aside aside from the purchases of yeah. the go pluses themselves i've never put real money yeah. into the game i've just let it accrue to mm -hmm. kind Cause, of yeah because there is a way to i think the thing that i do like about pokemon go is compared to a lot of mobile games that have like two currency systems where it's like here's the currency you can earn in game and here's the better currency currency that is actually yeah. real money. Pokemon Go is it's like it's one you currency. Buy all the coins. You can earn coins and you definitely can earn enough coins if you're actively playing where you don't have to spend money. Yes. But also you could just spend money instead. Like I yes. think it's Pokemon Go found a balance of like you will get people who will spend money but it's better to have people playing, and I think the reality of that is, is because they're using your location data, and that's valuable to them. Of like, course, and I think that's of why they have the the freedom to do that compared to other mobile games. That's a good is point. Is that like your location data means more it's to them than your actual money? Yes, and because it's from Google, so Google like that's a really really good point. Like Pokemon Go is the game where like I'm. Most of the time, I'm pretty uh, intense about, like, not letting apps use my location or, like, track me or anything. And I'm, uh. like, because I'm hyper aware of, like, I don't want them to know all this. And then I'm, like, ah, but I play Pokemon Go, and Pokemon Go is so fun, and I need to let them do it. And I'm, like, ah, I'm just okay. going to know everywhere I've been for the last like, two years. Like, like God, honestly, because, like. This is so funny. I really, like, <laughs> we are, like, the same player of this game on every level. Just, like, <laughs> the hate player who, like, loves Pokemon and enjoys it at times, but is really just, like, sacrificed. Sacrifice their morals to play Pokemon Go, and you're not even happy yes. about it anymore. Yes. You're, just, you, you're sitting, looking at this screen, wondering why it was fun. Yes, I <laughs> but don't. It is. it is fun, and then, but like last week, I got to trade a Pokemon for the first yeah. time. And it was so like, fun. It was so cool. Like, and we I, got to look at our the second gen uh, Pokemon that we like had just had, eluded us for yeah. as long as they've been out and, and trade a couple and it felt so satisfying. To like finally get it together and yeah. like I know because I like I went to Australia like uh, six or almost like ten months ago now and I caught some like the Kangaskhan that only right. exists in Australia. They have and region I, specific Pokemon. Yeah and I like caught this region specific <laughs> Pokemon for my friend um, and I was like if they ever add trading I'll give it to you. Uh, and he did the same thing with this, like, uh, Corsola, an island Pokemon right. from like, the Caribbean. And we traded it, and it was like, 
wow, like, we, this was so long it. ago. We've and been we talking about doing this for two freaking years. Yeah, like, yeah. Really, it was so satisfying. Like, it really is. It's like, there's a, like, the thing is, like, I hate this game, but I love this game. Yeah. It's just, like, it's so good and so bad. And I love the, um, is it Alola forms? The Alolan forms, that yeah. Because that's, like, in the, in the, like, traditional Pokemon RPGs, the newest one, they go to Alola, which is basically Hawaii. Uh, yeah. It's just like, what if Hawaii was Pokemon? And like, that's what a lot of them have done. Like the Pokemon before was like, what if France was Pokemon? Uh, but like this one is like very clearly like, yo, it's Hawaii. It's absolutely Hawaii. Like unapologetically Hawaii. Uh, if Hawaii had brand new Pokemon, but also they were like, what if instead of making a ton of new Pokemon, what if we just took all the old Pokemon the old and we we made like this plant? What if we made this tree look like a palm tree? Right. What if we made this purple rat a black rat? What if we and like some of them were fun? What if this pile of stuff was tie dyed? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like it's it's and I and it's it's easy to make fun of. I think the Alolan forms are fun and cute. I and like, like them too. And they were a good way in the real games or in the RPG version games to like get old players back in and think yes, it's fun. Exactly. So I get it. Uh, and then in, in Pokemon Go, I think that's really cool, too, because the way that they made the Alolan forms work is they come from gifts from your friends. Mm -hmm. So you you go to a Pokestop, and when you visit it, you spin it, uh, and you have the chance to like get items, and you can get a gift, which is a specific item called a gift. Uh, and then you can send that to a friend, and if I was to like send it to you, uh, you would be like, wow, look at this Addison L. mural. Right. Um, uh, look at these boys playing baseball picture. Uh, and then you'd open it, and it'd be like, here's a few gifts. And it would have an Alolan egg, possibly, if you have like an egg slot. Um, and so like that's the only way to find Alolan Pokemon is to like uh, trade and be friendly with your with people, and I think that's really cool because I think that speaks to the Alolan spirit. You know? <laughs> I don't know what the Alolan spirit exactly is, but based on Pokemon and Hawaii, I can guess that that might be the Alolan sure. spirit just a little bit. Sure, Alola um, means family. I think. Yes, exactly. That's it. Uh, <laughs> that's so. That's so funny, and I, and I've been enjoying that so much, and I like the observation that it is maybe meant to be a little bit of a commentary on that spirit but i also like that so uh, for those not still playing the game this is a feature that's been introduced in the last couple of weeks yeah like two three weeks and seriously and up until that point like tom was saying the only way that you could interface with other users was outside of the game itself like you yeah. would have to like so that was one of the other questions i was going to ask you have you used like discord to meet up with other gamers mm -hmm. i um I remember, like, back way, way in the very beginning, um, I lived at a place in Chicago that had, like, the highest concentration of Pokestops. No way. Where, like, so it was, wasn't the highest concentration, but it was, like, one of the only spots in the city where you could sit in one place and spin three and different Pokestops. So they were always lured, which is an item that you can put on it that lures Pokemon to it. Uh, and I remember when it first came out, people would, like, line it'd be hundreds of people that you could chat with and i remember the cops literally would form a wall and start pushing people out of the park oh uh, my gosh and, and it was like it wasn't as scary as no as no no sounds, that sounds intense like, i know i'm just saying like the was, popularity the, of that, that for it to reach thing. that is wild and the popularity was really cool and so i interacted with people a lot 
that way rather than using Discord or anything. Because I sure. would say I would say to my friends like, "Hey, let's go to Pratt and like we'll hang out up there and just like see if anyone's around and like chat with the people that are there." And I remember there was a point where people would start selling paletas up there. There was a That's... guy who'd like bring his guitar. It was so annoying but so fun and weird. Uh, and then as that died down, um, I just kind of only interacted with my friends. I like made my friends play with me, and we would just kind of chat and walk. Um, at one point I joined a discord server about it just to like try to learn. Cause I think like about a year into the game, they introduced raids, which was right. like this way to try to encourage more people to play together because right. before it was all like solo exploration. This was a way to be like, let's bring people together to like all fight a raid boss. Because you like, literally won't be able to do it by yourself. Yeah. It's like a super powered Pokemon that exists at a, at a gym, uh, which is like a special Pokestop in the game. Um, and it's so powerful, like, it's just at a high uh, combat value that um, you can't beat it alone, so you have to team up. And some of them you may not even be able to catch, except yeah. in that way. Exactly. There were, like, rare Pokemon that you could only catch through raids, and you could only beat that raid with new people. So I, like, joined a Discord server to try to find people to meet up with after, like, mooching off a friend who was doing it. And <laughs> sure. I was, they were just like, you do it, and now we can do it together. Sure. And I just, like, felt weird about it, so I didn't really interact with it much that way. Like, a lot of people found community in that way and really enjoyed it. But for me, it was kind of like, I like hanging with my friends. If I can maybe find someone who's around, that's cool. But I do don't put enough into this game to, like... I felt like I was going in there being like, hey, I'm going to be here. Come hang out with me. And then that I wasn't giving anything back to the community. I felt like I was only taking. Sure. Which just felt really weird to me. And I also, because I'm like, I don't care about this community. I just care about the Pokemon. Yeah. And I don't want to be the guy that sits in there, just asks you to come to my raid and, and doesn't never show participates. Up to yours. So That's I'm just so like. so funny. I, I just feel like I interface with this so similarly because yeah. <laughs> I joined Discord because I was interested in seeing what that process was like. Mm -hmm. And the only raids I had ever done were ones that I could do on my own. And I yeah. like and Discord mostly... uh, is a like it's basically a um instant messaging service that yes. has different text channels kind of like Slack if you've ever used that at your work. I was going to say it's really similar to Slack if you're It's familiar. basically dark Slack with uh voice features and terrible marketing. Right. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's right. Because people will also use Discord like while they're actively gaming. That, yeah, that was like, how that's it was what I, I use Discord, and I've been in servers when I like stream stuff or when I'm talking with friends who live in another city. It's right. like the best app for like communicating via voice while gaming, right? Um, or podcast, probably not podcasting, but like whatever. Like, yeah, there's I don't probably think, a there's way something to record better. Discord. You probably can, and it's probably bad. Yeah, but like it's just super easy voice chat when like most games voice functions suck are bad yeah so it's multi-purpose video game communication yeah. service basically so it's a perfect thing to have a pokemon go yeah. you know channel Seriously. in and i joined so that i could get a raikou Mm -hmm. uh, and because it was just like a cool looking one, and I was yeah, like, you that's know like, what? Because it it's like the saber tooth tiger, Hell thundercat. Yeah, it it uh, looks cool as hell, and I was like, I gotta get one of these legendary dogs. This is mm -hmm. where it starts. Like this is where I check out like what this process looks like, mm -hmm. and I did like 
three or four raids mm-hmm. over the course of about as many days. Yeah. And it was a lot of work just it's, to it's get hard. one. Yeah. Because it took me about four to actually catch it. Because even if you like beat this raid, beat it, that you have to find like 10 people to go yes. do the raid and beat yes. it. Then you have to try to catch the Pokemon, yes. and they are notorious for being like super low catch rates. Yes, and it's like uh, that's the thing that I think honestly stressed me out the most about it. Is it took me like, four times. Yeah, and I was like, that ain't worth it. Me doing this four times for every time I have to, uh, like, that was like the thing I did that week. Yeah. you know, and that's that's how I feel about it too. Is like it's like raids were fun, but I'm like I'm not willing to put that much time and effort and coordination into it. Like yeah. I have other shit I gotta do in my life. Yeah, which is why I've loved like another new feature that they added was like uh, I'm trying to look it up right now and see what they called it. It's the like research progress. Yeah, which I think is really research cool. tasks. I yeah. think is what they refer research to it tasks. as. Research tasks. They've got like the field tasks, which are like little tasks like win a raid or like catch a grass type Pokemon. And those are like little baby quests to keep you going. Yes. And then there's like special research, which lets you like the one they've done so far was like how to find the rare Pokemon Mew. And there's like 10 levels of it where it's like you have to catch a ditto Pokemon, the transforming Pokemon. Mm-hmm. You have to catch like 10 ghost types. You have to like I'm still visit stuck new... on those ghost types. Yeah. It's I... taking forever. That's, I remember. It's so I'll... funny that you gave that one as an example because I'm like, yeah, ain't that a bitch? That one. Those fucking ghosts. Those are the two because I remember I caught a lot of ghosts when I hit that one because it was like some Kanto event where uh. more ghost Pokemon were active. And now all my friends who are doing it are like, Ghost Pokemon don't exist. Me and Joe Hero here. have been stuck on it for so long. <laughs> that was me with Ditto. But was... we didn't realize that until this past week when we traded. Mm-hmm. And like we went, oh, where are you in, you know, it's like the first time we had actively had a you, conversation like, to about each the other game. About it. Like right. the trading was really good because they also make trading like you can't trade with your friend uh, in like Canada if I'm here in Chicago. Like MB, you and I could trade right now because we're sitting across from each other. And honestly, that. I think we should. We, I feel we like have we to, have to do we that. We have to trade oh my at some God. point. We have to find, like, let's find some find Pokemon something. to trade. We yes. Will, we, we will figure that to. out. Um, but yeah, I can't I think, believe we didn't think about that. Yeah, this moment, like until and just I'm now. so glad we did. It yeah. then happened organically. It's like, I don't know. I think Pokemon Go is just, at the end of it, it's like, it's this bad game that's, slight, that's slowly gotten better. Yes. It's just like it's it's this thing that tried to be good and was like especially at the very beginning like the servers would fail yes. and I remember they did Pokemon Go Fest like here in Chicago and which was, was like a an event that people paid like 50 bucks to get in yes. and then no one could catch any it Pokemon because the cell ser- which like uh, of course like you get a ton of people all trying to use all their data the it's same. gonna mess it up but like how do you not prepare for that oh, I and, don't like, I ask myself that question like anytime because I'll still see maybe like a headline or something like that that's like Pokemon Go having to settle with everyone who went to Pokemon Go fest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're doing another one in Lincoln Park this year and they're doing they did something in like Dortmund Germany mm-hmm. and they're doing one in uh Japan. I think they do win in Japan. And they're like yeah. getting better about it, but it's the type of thing that I'm like, I'm just really interested in like it's just Pokemon Go has been consistently marred by glitches and breaks and like it it's shocking to me because like especially like Pokemon and Nintendo are usually known for being so uh tight with their IP that they never want to uh, release something subpar. I remember people talking about that uh, around when the game first came out, mm-hmm. that people were kind of surprised that such a, a kind of simple concept 
that, like, already so- had Pokemon attached to it. Yeah, and that's kind of what I thought. And it's it's like the thing that makes me like they've started to get better with it. And I know that they also like Pokemon did a good job of trying to be like, this isn't us. This is Neantic. It's right. them, not us. Um, to try to distance themselves from it, but it's like. I don't know. It's kind of like um, if anyone's ever played PUBG, the like player knowns battlegrounds. I think it's kind of a similar thing of like both of those games are very broken, and the brokenness is sort of the charm. Right. Except with Pokemon Go, it's like I can't believe this game is this stupid broken. Um, it really is, and they've also, only like, very cute. slowly been kind of fixing it. Like, yeah. I think the research tasks are a good way to pe- keep people engaged mm-hmm. for a certain amount of time, yeah. and it's smart that they're switching up the research tasks every time they like have a new event. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I think is really cool is the new games that are going to be coming out later this year called Pokemon Let's Go. I'm so and glad I you think, brought this up. I think that is kind of like what I'm hoping for to be really cool. And I'm really looking to see how Pokemon Go interacts with that. And to me, it feels great because they talked about how you could take your Pokemon from Pokemon Go and put them in that game. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I have so many dumb, strong Pokemon that aren't worth anything in my phone, but I can bring them into a real Pokemon game. Right. And it's cool because the way it's designed is like, I remember I saw the trailer for it and I'm like, this is stupid. It's Pokemon Go on your Nintendo Switch. But then I read about it and it's like, it's basically like, Pokemon Yellow, like the first RPG Pokemon game where like Pikachu would walk behind you uh, with way better graphics. And then the rather than the traditional Pokemon combat of walking around in tall grass and like waiting for a Pokemon to show up and be like, it comes in and it's just like, oh, I see a Clefairy walking around and I'm going to go touch that Clefairy. And when I touch the Clefairy, it like brings me into Pokemon Go and rather than battling it, I try to throw a ball, but you throw it by like using like your Nintendo Joy-Con, like you're actually doing a throwing motion. So that um, will interface with Pokemon Go? So the way it works, I think, is so it's a game for your Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. You play it on your Nintendo Switch, um, and then, so like you don't handhold it, you like put it in the like dock version. Right. And you so you like play it on your TV, and it all works with like one Joy Con. So you're just like playing with one hand. Navigating. And then you like catch a Pokemon and you like try to throw it. And it's just like playing any like traditional Pokemon RPG, except the catching mechanic is different. And you can also like use Bluetooth to connect your Switch to your phone, and you can like trade Pokemon that way. Gotcha. So it like has some. So it's not necessarily Pokemon. like you pull up your Pokemon Go account and just yeah, use all no. the same ones. I think you just can trade with like Pokemon Go games. Cool. It's like on its own. But I think it's a really good evolution and it makes me feel happy knowing that like Pokemon There's was a trying to, to do this. Like they were trying to make this game to get people into the other games. And I think that just creating it didn't work. And this is like if nothing else, like if this game is good, it makes me feel like all the shit that I did in Pokemon Go and everything Pokemon did wrong in Pokemon Go is worth it because it's like this looks like a cool new innovation that would not have existed without Pokemon Go. Yep. Like if you could, like that game wouldn't exist without Pokemon Go. And if you were to remove Pokemon Go and just let that be the thing you judge it on, how cool that game ends up being and how cool I think it's going to be will justify how dumb and weird sometimes Pokemon Go can be. Right. In a similar way, I think Pokemon Go is fascinating for all that uh, kind of like location and ingress type stuff. Like I, I think if nothing else, you have to acknowledge that that is an untapped 
kind of entity where gaming is concerned. Yeah, and I, I think it's cool because it's like, I don't know, I, I play a lot of uh, traditional, if you want to say, or whatever, uh, video games in terms of, like, consoles or PC. I don't even know what I want. I feel bad that I said traditional. Like, I play a lot of games on PC, and I play a lot of games on consoles. Uh, and I think your phones are really cool, and there's a really good potential to create a lot of really fun games on your phone both just because of how powerful they are now and also because of what you can do with things like location and things like uh, the camera. Like, I think that me there's, like, a really cool potential to make good games there, and I think that we will look back and be like, Pokemon Go is one of those games that, like, opened that door. Like, I like in five to ten years, there's going to be, like, a ton of games like this that have their own community that are super yes. cool. And it's going to be, like, how people look back and say Doom was the first shooter and it was so amazing <laughs> and it broke ground. And they're going to be like, yeah, no, Pokemon Go did that. Because, like, it is, whatever you think about it, it is undeniably, like, one of the most popular games that's ever existed, uh, at least for a time. Nothing has been, like, it's been, I can't think of, the only, oh, well, Fortnite. Sure. Because uh, every kid plays Fortnite. But, like, before that, Pokemon Go was, like, the thing that everyone, whether or not you played it, you knew about it. Yes. You saw it. And it, it is so funny to have seen Fortnite kind of, like, become that new game. Like, I knew that it had taken over when MLB headlines started being about Fortnite, like yeah. uh, David Price like had carpal tunnel or something like that, got, and there were I rumors that it was like it because like, of Fortnite. Yeah, because I was like playing PUBG uh, before Fortnite came out, uh, or before like the ba uh, battle royale mode, and so I like was really into that game, and then was like, ah, Fortnite, it, it's cool and different, but it's just not for me. And then I kind of just didn't think about it, and then all of a sudden I'm like listening to I listen to this podcast that's like teachers um, talking about the news, and like they had to, they always say like what are your kids into, and they had to put a ban on saying Fortnite because it's like my kids are always into Fortnite, my kids are always into Fortnite, and I would see like when Marvel decided they wanted to put Thanos in Fortnite, like Marvel let their main IP character a new villain. Be a in a like completely unrelated game. Yeah, to them. and it's. It, I was just like Fortnite. I. I. It like came out of nowhere. I was like, holy wow. hell! Wow. Yeah, I think Fortnite's its own weird, crazy thing. Because I mean, I've seen like flash in the pan games like that. Mm -hmm. I've seen special games come through, but Fortnite seems to have like hit a completely different vein. And I don't know how it did it. It seems like uh, the similarity to Pokemon Go is one accessibility. Mm -hmm. um, it's a free game. Yeah, that's really what got them. And the similarity from my understanding also extends to Fortnite was also pretty uh, nuts and bolts when it first started. Yeah. And they've kind of slowly yeah, added like, like better gameplay and had better servers and it's, like. Yeah, and that's a thing that I think is a trend across video games right now is like you always used to think like, oh, you have to have a perfect launch yes. because the launch is where you make all your money. Right. Um, and I think in some cases that's still true, but I think a lot more games are finding success, especially with the community of streamers that exists right. and can like, give a game life. Yeah. That if you just get the game out at the right time, even if it's broken, that can make some money and that can be a that can be good, it can be bad. Right. But like you have a chance to give things new life. Um, and, and there was like finding I'm, using that to build it as it grows. Yeah. And I think there's like, 
I don't want to say that it's the best. I, I think there's a lot of really good ways to do that because that lets you like listen to your community, right. see what people want. It lets right. you improve on like what people actually want rather than being like, well, we added this thing no one cares about. Right. Um, but I think there's, I mean, like everything, there needs to be a balance of like, don't put out a shit game. Like, sure. make it, like, make it good. Yeah. Uh, but like, be willing to like grow with it. So I think there's like, I don't think Pokemon Go hit that balance. I Mm-mm. don't think Fortnite hit that balance. Mm-mm. But I think both of them were able to weather it. Are because, getting there, right? And like, I think another one, like on the other side, was like Sea of Thieves was a game that like every like loved. Everyone thought it was really cool. It was the first pirate game. You can go be a pirate and do a bunch of stuff. Uh, and then everyone was like, well, there's nothing to do anymore, so I'm going to stop playing. But I think that game, I'm excited to see how they deal with that mm. because I think they built a really good base for themselves, um, and I think that that's a game that in the future can, I don't know, like if they add new stuff, it expand. can... Expand. Expand, and I, I don't know. Like I'm excited for games to continue to have an existence, Like, and I think Pokemon Go is a good example of it, but I want to hope that people still just make good games and don't mm-hmm. put out garbage and then, and then sh- shine up their garbage, you know? Yeah, I don't want shiny garbage. It's funny because I know one of the, what I've read, one of the newer features of Let's Go is supposedly more advanced augmented reality. Like Ooh. the that there is a potential for Pokemon to kind of be able to interact with their surroundings. Yeah. In a way that's not just like, there's a thing there's in a my There's a thing show just sitting there. It's like, oh, the, they might be like, this Pikachu sees that someone's about to kick it and runs away. Yeah, or like, exactly. So what a horrible or example. Like Hyder- uh, <laughs> yeah, or like Hydra. Yeah, for I'm some sorry. reason, t- it was really nice talking to Tom, but all of his examples were about hurting something cute. Yeah, he just really didn't like that <laughs> Pikachu. But like being like, oh, there's no, a tree here. Like, the Pikachu can climb the tree and hide, hide behind it or yeah. something like that. Oh, that's really cool. That's I don't know if like, and it may be another one of those kind of like pie in the sky things that they're talking about now. I'm that sure we may they're not saying it because it sounds while. really cool and then it exists and then it's bad, but then it gets better. But, right. but that's just really cool. It's I'm a, so I don't care if that's cool. broken. I'd that's play with that. so cool. I'm going to con- contradict everything I just said. And like <laughs> yet another thing that they could be on the forefront of yeah. for other games. And that's like, I think that's cool. Like, with Pokemon Go, I think is another example. And like, Pokemon Go to Pokemon Let's Go reminds me of like what Nintendo and Pokemon always do is like, they always make a weird misstep. Like, right. with the Wii U, wasn't like the Wii was amazing. The Wii U sucked. Then the Switch is amazing. It is amazing. And like, right. Nintendo and Pokemon, I think, do things like that. And I think a lot of companies do, but they seem to almost consistently do it of like, they're going to come out with something good and then make a misstep and then they will fix it because you saw that they were trying to do this really cool thing and yeah, it didn't like work. Yeah, like the handheld but thing be- yeah, was such a good like, idea, but we had to make it more versatile. Yeah, like you see that the Wii U was for sure like what they wanted. The Switch was what they wanted the Wii U to be, but yes. they weren't there yet, but they needed to release but something. But that Switch, the, the, it's so, it's fucking so perfect. cool. It's so versatile. <sighs> and I'm really excited to see what kind of like re- renewed life Pokemon yeah. Go could have from that and mm-hmm. and vice versa, like to see what Let's Go yeah. does for Switch yeah. and like I, I, yeah, I'm with you. That I think that's yeah. gonna be one of the more exciting things. And there's so much there's I don't know, there's just a lot of fun around it. And like I love I don't know. I think Pokemon Go like perfectly encapsulates so many of my feelings about like video games and Nintendo and like why I think it's such a good game is because like Everything that's good about it is the best part of video games, and it also encapsulates some of the worst parts about video games, except for, like, the hateful racist culture that some people think is okay. Uh, it doesn't have that, thank God, so That's really a really good, good point. Um, 
So it's not the absolute worst of video games, just the other worst parts. Yeah, like Uh, only if you had that Discord channel in. Yeah, you had the Discord there. Oh, no, 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 you're right. There's Discord. You had that Discord, and then you you get that. You got to find the the good stuff. Granted, I didn't see too much terrible stuff. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. People who like Pokemon aren't going to be terrible. It was pretty friendly. Yeah. Uh, So, one question. How do you deal with the fact that a lot of the uh, stat based uh, things where the actual Pokemon themselves are concerned mm-hmm. are not in game. Like, do you use other apps to augment? No. Okay, I don't either. I know we a, really do interface yeah, with this it's game one of those the where, same like, way. So I understand, like in game, there's like ways to read like approximately how good your Pokemon is. Right. But there are like outside calculators that can be like, okay, well, if it has this much health and this much thing, like blah 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 blah. It's, it's a, a perfect. S- it's like a perfect Pokemon, or it's an almost perfect Pokemon, or it's a terrible Pokemon. Uh, and I'm like. I just don't use that because I'm at the point where I'm like, man, if I have a perfect Charizard versus a Charizard that's almost perfect and I either put a ton of effort into it or put no effort into it, I'm going to say, like, the way I play this game is I'm going to go fight a gym. And, yeah, it's probably better to have a perfect Charizard, but it's not like the the Pokemon RPGs where, like, having those few points is critical to, like, competition. Pokemon Go is just I'm like you either oh crap my Pokemon died I got three hundred more yeah like, that's a really really good point and like hey if if that's what you're into and you want to do those super stats to get the perfect Pokemon power to you that's great it like, just seems like way too much effort yeah and that's like, it's also in my experience in talking to other players it's a lot easier for Android users oh yeah because like, of I, the way their apps are built. Yeah, it's definitely easier for Android users because they give you like the free Android gives you more freedom than iPhone and like yeah. but the, and like that's something I used to have an Android phone and I loved it, but I'm just like at the end of the day I'm like for me Apple this is a whole different conversation. But it yeah, is, but whatever. I might break this open for you. So I have a friend who uses just a Wi-Fi enabled Android phone, mm-hmm. plays the game on it in terms of like marking Pokemon mm-hmm. and uh using outside apps to calculate their mm-hmm. IV. And then just uses his iPhone on a day-to-day basis. Oh. And so he's signed in to his that's account great. on both. That's great. It's still It's absolutely way too much effort for me, too. So just, well, you know. Like, that's, but that's the length like, that people like, will I, go I, to I to kind of like. I want to be very clear that, like, if that's what people want to do, I think that's really cool. Yeah. And, like, hell yeah. I'm just like, I love to do a lot of other games, and I love to do a lot of other things with my, like, if this yeah. was my thing, I would for sure do that. Do that. It's That's just, I like this as more of a, like, this is my commute game. We this is my interface with this game the, the same exact way. same way. <laughs> it's like, it's walking plus. It's just like, what if my walking walk, plus. what if my walk was slightly less shitty? What if, like, uh. I'm a millennial who needs to be do. I need to be constantly stimulated, and this is the thing that provides that little dopamine hit at exactly the smallest point that I need uh, until I get to a point where I cannot spend a single second not on my phone or listening to right. a podcast or something, which sure. is fine. That's just, I've accepted that's what I am. Sure. <laughs> Usually at this point I would ask if you feel like there's anything you would be remiss not to mention in this conversation, so I'd like to do that. Uh, my favorite Pokemon is Bulbasaur. Right. That's, I gotta make sure, I think I mentioned it briefly, but I just need to I think to we be, talked about it at the top, like, but I, you were referred to when you were a kid, and that has not, not changed, changed in any way. Bulbasaur is the best Pokemon. I mean, there's Bulbasaur's the best. I'm just saying, like it's. What's I, your starter? I like Squirtle because the the final form of Squirtle is a turtle that has fucking cannons on him, and like. That's fair. Come on. Here's here's <laughs> the thing. Venusaur is for sure the lamest of the three final evolutions. Correct. For sure. 
Blastoise is such a bro. Yeah. Oh my god. But like a cool chill like Blastoise is a beach bum and I love it. Like there was I think back in like the original Pokemon anime, Blastoise was like sleeping on a beach and they had to like just chill out with that. And now in Pokemon Go, the event that was like literally yep. yesterday was putting sunglasses on a Blastoise. <laughs> it's yeah. so good. And I love it. If you turn it, like I love the Blastoise, like it doesn't look right. Like the glasses are just sitting yeah, in front of its face. There's no like it's arms just like for the someone glasses. poorly photoshopped glasses onto this Blastoise. And which that's is better. And like if you want to shit on Pokemon Go for for trying to make their game seem new. Every time they just throw a hat on Pikachu, oh, you yeah. go for it. You oh, know what? Oh, they that do That is a perfectly reasonable thing I love to it. be I, critical of the I game I need of. to catch every two, I need to catch all of the Pikachus the hats, and yes. it's very dumb. And if I you think that's dumb, you're right, them. it's dumb, but it also gets me. <laughs> this is exactly how I feel, and I think that the best thing we can do uh, in this moment is compare our Pokedexes in some way and yes. find something that we can trade. Let's do it, but as we do that, I want to show you, so if you know Machamp, right? The Pokemon with four arms? Yeah. I've known about this Pokemon since I was a kid. Like, it was, like, one of the popular Pokemon. It was very good. The thing that really fucked me up in Pokemon Go was being able to see its back in 3D. <laughs> like, you look at it from the front, and you're like, oh, that's a Pokemon with four arms. Like, that's kind of cool. Uh -huh. Then you turn it around, and it's like, what the <laughs> fuck is this square back? Like, it I'm so sorry that we're using like an audio medium right now, because I, it's just... <laughs> we got to get a screenshot of this. It basically looks like two sets of... Pecs yeah, it's on a, on it, a just, human's back, like glued to its back. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like it's not like you know pecs are round and muscular. It's just like someone did poorly rendered squares. Like it's what if there were muscle squares <laughs> attached to arms? What if you had took the muscle emoji and just copy pasted four of them onto so, a back? This is hilarious, and I feel like we could play this. Uh, kind of game all day, but I feel similarly about Ninetales, which is basically like kind of like a uh -huh. fox type Pokemon that it's has- like a fiery fox with, how many tails does it have? Um, I'd say there's approximately nine. Okay, yeah, yeah that sounds about uh, right. So if you flip this bad boy around, I'm uh -huh. gonna go ahead and do it for you. Looks like a bad, maybe uh, currently presidential haircut. No, and then, I can't believe you did that. I know it's a real. Why did you these have to are the kinds of things, Tom, that I like notice on my own that I have no one to share with because no one oh. plays this game as actively as we do anymore. So check this out. But if uh -huh. you if you tap on it to blow up his little hairdo, there's a big asshole behind <laughs> Wait, it. Wait, does it actually have an asshole? <laughs> Come on. Oh, my God. It looks enough like an asshole. So, okay, so that's almost an <laughs> asshole, but that actually leads in perfectly to the Pokemon that I wanted to show you, uh, Whismur. Okay. So, yeah. Whismur is a Pokemon that is very cute from the front. You see it here. It's got, like, two little bunny oh, ears. Yeah, right. It's got its little eyes. Uh, the theme of this Pokemon's evolution is sound. Right. Uh, it's all about noise. But you turn Whismur around, and it's got just a little fucking butthole sitting oh, right there no. with a Wi-Fi signal a above it. A literal hole. Yeah. <laughs> a and tiny I, little hole. I've heard people try to describe this to me being like, oh, well, it's supposed to look like a headphone jack. Uh, okay, because well, it's about Pokemon. Why did they put it on its yeah, butt? Yeah, like, why did you put it on its butt? Because be they put it on the other Pokemon, and it's like, look, that's also a butt. Also. <laughs> like, you just gave it a bigger butt, and then they go here, 
And then they're like, okay, never mind. It's not a butt. It's just like a bunch of holes. This Pokemon has holes everywhere. Butt this is tubes. It's just like, yeah, it goes it, from instead of having one butthole, it has graduated into two that are not holes that are full poop shoots. Oh boy. Do we is there anything that will will benefit us in a trade? Here, situation? let me let's just trade phones here and we'll like look through. Okay, I don't, I don't any think of those. there's gonna be anything I'm gonna be able to give you that you don't have. That's probably true, but oh you you saw hair cross. Uh, I could give oh, I could give you a, a, a grum pig. I think it's like the the psychic piggy Pokemon. Is that what? Oh, I that... could give you a Cradilly. It's one of the. It's like the rock flower. I could give you a few I, things. I'm interested in any and all of these things, but I I'm afraid I'm not going to have. That's okay. Anything useful for Here's you? Here's the fun part about Pokemon. It's about helping your friends, not about getting the most Pokemon. Well, it's also about that. It's about I, both. It's about <laughs> both, but I don't care about the other one. I care about friendship. Let me give you one of those piggy boys. Okay. I'll give you this new piggy boy. Uh, and let me see what I can just. I'm gonna look through your Pokemon and see what I want from you, please. Um, and That's I think I'm just gonna take. Honestly, I could give less of a. Oh, you've gotten a Lolan Sandslash. They look so cool. Oh wow, yeah. I, I I'm about to evolve one. I just don't have. Uh, it yet. I was gonna say that's that seems like a. No, you only got one of them. You can't trade me that one. Yeah, but I have enough to get another one. Oh okay. Um, I'll take a Lickitung. Oh, do you have an extra? No, you don't have an extra Chansey. I'd take a Lickitung from you. Lickitungs are cool. Wow. you! I love it. I'm looking through your Pokemon, and you're like, you've got that same thing as me. Oh, you've got a shiny dragon hair. That's I know. So that's cool. my only shiny. I'm not going to ask for it, but yeah. I'm just jealous because it looks so cool, and it's, I didn't get one. I am so, yeah, that's one of the ones I'm really excited about because, like I said, it is my only shiny, and it's a really cool uh, Yeah, shiny. that's actually a really good point, too, of, like, I my other Pokemon experience is that I have never caught a shiny Pokemon in any of the regular games. Literally never. Like, I've played with people who play way less than me that have caught more. I've just never even seen one. And Pokemon Go did the perfect thing, which also gets you addicted of, like, it has the same low shiny rate as the games, except for on, like, community days where right. it's like, it's the Squirtle Day, and so, like, Squirtles are going to be really prevalent and also probably shiny. Right. And it's the perfect amount to just, like, Get you addicted and make you yeah, fun and yeah, I I agree and I think uh, something that we've talked about already is the reason that I don't have more of those things, which is that I play it a lot while I'm commuting, mm -hmm. so I don't play on on the weekends very much. Yeah, and they always do the community days on the weekends. Yeah, and those are the ones that I'll be like, they get me. I'll be like, because my roommate plays a little bit, and so I'll like. That's where we can kind of work together. We'll be like, I'm not going to play a lot, but like, let's go play on Sunday on right. the community day. Yeah, you can at um, least plan around it. It's smart of them to do something like that. Yeah. So what did we settle on? Um, Give me, what did, what did I say? You said a lick of tongues. Yeah? Yeah, give me one of those lick of tongues. And you're, oh, I actually need to open my present from you. What did you give me? Oh, F.O. Mahoney's. <laughs> Can you have anything to tell me about F.O. Mahoney's? F.O. Mahoney's is a bar that's relatively close to my house. I haven't been there since moving to this apartment, but I have been there in the past because I went to a show at the nearby comedy theater called The Crowd. The Crowd. So that's what I'll use this plug time for is go see a show at The Crowd. Go at see the, a show at The Crowd. At The Crowd because... You can retire to F.A. Mahoney's afterwards for Ooh, a drink. okay. Well, what a fun <laughs> thing to have learned. Uh, Pokemon Go gifts are so great. Oh, my God. I'm going to give a... you a little baby pig, and you're going to give me a 
big tongued blob creature. I was trying, I have three, so I was trying to figure out if any of them were more exciting than, oh, this one's from Missouri. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I'll give I you I like that, yeah, 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 because then we Missouri. can get some of that distance. Heck that's yeah, the other dude. thing is I was like, I was looking through, and once they added trading, I was like, I have a bunch of Pokemon from Australia that I yes. want to trade with people and get a ton of mileage. Yes. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I was going to say that too when we were talking about the eggs because uh-huh. those you don't have to trade to give someone something that's from far away. Mm-hmm. So I had a friend who went to Portugal and was sending me gifts from Portugal. So now I have Portuguese, Portuguese eggs. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. We should, that's what we should have traded. You should have traded me a Portuguese Pokemon for an Australian Pokemon and that would be so far. I mean, we haven't, we haven't. Uh... No, we could do it another time. <laughs> okay, okay. Wait, here's the thing. Let's save it for something special. I want this big tongue boy, uh, and I need you to get this pig. All right. You need this special grumpy pig. We're doing it. it. Is this the sound? Is the sound on? I'll put it. I'll put it like right here with me. This is really intense. This, I'm glad I turned this off. All right. Where is Ethel? So uh, where's your name come from in this? It's Ethel Bibarels, like the Pokemon Bibarel? Yes, like the Pokemon Bibarel. The, this... the weird beaver Pokemon from the cutest Pokemon ever, Badoof. So be- it is good that you know that instance of this half of the joke that is my username. Mm-hmm. So there's a character in the world of Parks I'll and Rec. Just, I'll put this away. No, I like it. Oh, no, Ethel. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ethel, right? Ethel Beavers. Oh, man, I watch Parks and Rec. This screen, you're one of the people who should fall into that Venn diagram of this joke. But I'm one of the few, but I missed it. It's a very, very, if I ever meet someone who genuinely gets it without me having to explain it, I feel like. You have to give them all your Pokemon. I think like, that's why I'm going to have to just trade them everything. Right yeah, like, well, I, all right, this yeah, is yours. You Take my all my Pokemon now. and my bank account. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. Like it's, I'm confirming. Do you have enough Stardust to trade? I do. Yeah. It's happening on my Oh, end. there it is. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yay. Look at this cutie. So we've discussed my screen name, but not yours. Ah, my screen name is much more boring. <laughs> it is Dykemon. Uh, which sounds bad, but my last name is Dyke, D-Y-K-E. It is a Dutch name, and the original Dutch spelling of that is D-I-J-K, which is how Dykemon is spelled in my game as my account, D-I-J-K-M-O-N, and it's just Dykemon, like like a Pokemon. And it's D-I-J-K because Pokemon... Rightly so, thinks Would that dyke is a bad let you word. Use your actual it's it's name. one of those things that like it happens to me so frequently, almost any time. Yeah, you put your name into yeah. Like, a I once had my bank reject my name because like I said my name was Tom Dyke, and it's like nickname this account, and I'll be like Tom Dyke's account, and they're like you can't use that word, and I'm like oh my god. Like Tom. over as a whole, I'm very happy that that's the way as a society we are. That I'm like <laughs> right. yes, like a uh, hundred times out of a hundred and one, that's the right call. I but this never... one time, 
it's mm-hmm. it's wrong. And it, to me, it's just like, ah, that's kind of funny. So I like take a screenshot of it and just add it to a folder. <laughs> and oh I'm just like, these are all the things where my name's been rejected. That's so funny. Uh, that is so ridiculous. It's just like, it's just the one little thing. And I hope no one's bothered by that. But I, I'm just like. I think your screen name is also funny because it looks it looks like it's so close to saying Digimon. But that it's too, like I didn't even think completely different. <laughs> like, I'm sure people read it uh, and they just look at it and they're like, Digimon, what an asshole. <laughs> I know that's that's a first not what an asshole. I like what a, thought to myself, that's funny. What a funny thing yeah, to throw like into this because I thought it was like this thing that was just one off from Digimon. Mm-hmm. But your explanation makes perfect sense. Yeah. To wrap this up, because I've already I'm afraid I've already uh held you over. My last question is how do you feel like your love of Pokemon Go has influenced you both creatively and your life in general? Oh wow. Yeah. It's a big one. Um How's Pokemon Go influenced me? I think in my life in general, uh, to try to put a positive spin on it, I think there's been a lot of ways that it's affected me, but the most positive way, I think, is that it's made me kind of more aware of how I spend my time on my phone and in my life. Like, even when I'm not playing Pokemon Go, I think the way that I've interacted with it, and for better or for worse, how people have reacted to that, has made me more cognizant of looking at my phone versus looking at a person and like kind of realizing when it's phone time and when I need to be interacting with someone. Um, And I think creatively, I don't think it's specifically interacted with me creatively. I think Pokemon Go has uh, expressed kind of like new mechanics of gameplay and kind of like new ways to interact with the world to me in a way uh, that kind of like has encouraged me to open up and realize that things can they can still be new and different. You can use new tools for things. Like I thought I knew how a video game worked, and this is a whole new way to deal with it. And I'm like, okay, how can I like interact with this with friends? How can I like work with this? Um, I think it's just been something that like lets me connect with something I love and kind of like zone out in a new way and find a new way to center myself. Like Pokemon Go, I think for me has been a way to like when I need to escape or I need to think about something, I need to like take some time to uh, be on my own. It's a great way to just kind of guide me into it in my own shitty meditation. Yeah, I love that. I feel like it also definitely coincides with what you're saying about having to be the driving force of like a creative project Mm -hmm. or like that's, oh my, like that's what it is, is it's like, when I have to, because especially like I play it so much when I'm traveling and like when I, I, I do events where I have to both logistically be like in charge of it and also creatively design an experience that people will enjoy and like write the jokes that go along with that and like deal with that. Pokemon Go is the like, cool, just shut my brain off, do the thing, kind of like how it's fun to like build Legos because it's like yeah. I love putting this together and following instructions <laughs> after being creative. Right. Like, it's my like recharge time. Yes. That's and that's I think something that is so undervalued sometimes. Yeah. Like, I think that's it. That's definitely where I wanted to come from was it seems like you found the way to appropriately interface with the game in the same way that you've had mm-hmm. to kind of find ways to appropriately yeah. interface with like projects and work. Exactly. And that's that's a very good thought. Thank you for guiding me hey, there. Man. I appreciate that. I'm just here to listen. Yeah, you do <laughs> such a great job. You should like do a podcast about it. Oh, hell yeah. That's a good idea. Thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, of course. It's been this a total so joy. I it is definitely something that I would like expound about more in 
my life if I thought more people would care about it. So thank yeah, you for giving it's me like, this. I feel like this was really a download. And honestly, for me too, a good download of just like, here's a bunch of feelings I've had about this that no one will listen to. Yes, that's that's what this show is. <laughs> it's that's it. Like, it's, here's it's, all I have these... feelings and I need somewhere to put them. There's these feelings and nobody cares about them and it's this dumb game, so I don't want to like force my feelings on anyone, but here's the one opportunity to interact with the one person who's interacted with this game exactly the same way that I have. And now like, I'm shocked how similar we are. You kept saying it. It's, I know. It's literally just like, oh my god, because I've played with people who are like similar to me, but it's like you are the exact. I feel same like level. a broken record. Yeah. Like in this uh, conversation, because it's I feel a shame like that we had the exact same experience with it that we couldn't. Honestly, though, I think it's fun because if nothing else, you and I have been mm-hmm. able to have that, and hopefully, there's some other people here going like, yeah, I wouldn't use a different app to see how good yeah. the thing is in the app itself. That. What an like insane! So what an insane idea! Time. What a fun idea! If that's what you like. Sure. He, yeah, uh, I'm sure there are people like this who do it all the time, and like, great, good for you. Yeah, great. Do your do what makes you happy. Do what makes you happy. Tom, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Mary Beth. I love you, and I mean that. This has been great. All right. This has been a Nerdalogs production. If you'd like to help make more things like this, please visit patreon.com slash nerdalogs to donate today. And go to www.nerdalogs.com for more cool stuff. Thanks for being awesome. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.